You take a piece of birch bark, cut it in the shape of a mask, cut narrow slits for eye holes, and fasten it to your face with twine to help ward off snow blindness. Welcome to the Nature of Phenology, where we share the cycles and seasons of the outdoors. I'm your host, Hazel Stark, and this episode was written by Joe Horn. I love winter and everything it has to throw at us. The deep, bone-chilling freezes, the ice that stretches across ponds and rivers and that heaves and tills our rugged glacial soils. I even love the snow in all its numerous forms. And while many associate winter with darkness, I instead find that winter is the time of year I associate with brightness. The way light reflects and refracts across the landscape blanketed with ice and snow is unrivaled by the leaf-filtered light which is hastily absorbed by the soil, sod, and duff of spring, summer, and fall. For the plants which shed their leaves or simply die off with the onslaught of winter, this brilliant winter sunshine is all but lost. There are, however, a select few evergreen plants and lichens who can take advantage of the abundant sunshine by engaging in a little of today's topic, winter photosynthesis. So let's first break down that complex scientific word, photosynthesis, into two parts, photo and synthesis. The root word photo, much like in the words photography or photon, comes from the Greek phos, meaning light. The second part of the word, synthesis, is also of Greek origin, meaning a putting together. So photosynthesis literally means light putting together. What, you may ask, is light putting together? Light is used as the energy source for plants to put together carbon dioxide and water into simple and complex carbohydrates like sugars, food now, starches, food later, and cellulose, which serve as building materials. And the byproduct of all this labor is oxygen. So plants can photosynthesize to create all those great things. But why should a fleshy, warm-blooded mammal care about this nearly magical property of plants? Sun makes up nearly all of the energy we get on this planet, and we flesh and blood mammals, along with most other animals, fungi, and many bacteria, rely on plants to convert the energy in sunlight into biologically available sources of energy, from the coffee you drank this morning to the potatoes and green beans you'll have tonight. Even those of us that eat meat rely on plants for this energy conversion. All meat is comprised of energy derived from the sun, albeit converted twice, once as a plant and a second time when that cow, pig, or chicken consumed various grass, nuts, or grains. Of course, we also need photosynthesis to build and heat our dwellings and clothe ourselves. Wood, cotton, and wool are derived from the sun recently, but even the vast reserves of coal, oil, and natural gas are derived from this process of photosynthesis in prehistoric times. Photosynthesis is perhaps third only to the sun and water as the most important thing for life on our planet, so it is no surprise that plants have gotten a bit crafty about how to do it, especially in our northern climate when days become very short for many months out of the year. But those evergreens like spruces, firs, pines, mosses, lichens, some ferns, and hornworts can still photosynthesize on bright sunny days throughout the year. Some plants which shed their leaves like poplar trees, birch, and willow can also engage in even more restricted photosynthesis as sunlight passes through the thin bark on their twigs and buds and shines dimly on the green underbark beneath, albeit to a much more reduced extent. Either way, in winter, photosynthesis is somewhat limited by the temperature. The warmer the day, the more active they will be. You too can benefit from this winter photosynthesis. On a warm, sunny winter day, you could find a patch of moss, lichen, or a bough of fir or pine and nuzzle your nose into their soft photosynthetic selves and breathe deep. Fresh, clean, just manufactured for you oxygen in the dead of winter. 
Then you could turn your own face towards the sun and do what we mammals do best with sunlight, convert cholesterol to vitamin D, and smile. You can download this episode and find a link to the transcript, photos, information about podcasting, and more by visiting archives.weru.org. Have a nature question that you want us to answer in our show? Simply reach out to us. Theme music was by a pileated woodpecker made available by the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service. Thanks for listening, and please join us next week for another dive into the nature of phenology. Phenology.